Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary. A deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. you probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. This weekend, I will be in Plano, Texas, headlining Hyenas Comedy Club July 11th through the 13th. Uh, I'll also be doing the Kill Tony show on July 10th at the Hyenas in Plano, Texas. Uh, all that ticket information at adamraycomedy.com. So come out and see me in Plano, Texas, uh, guesting on the Kill Tony show with Tony Hinchcliffe at, uh, at, at Highness in Plano, Texas. And then I'll be headlining the weekend, uh, Thursday through Saturday, the 11th through the 13th um, at, uh, at Highness. And then uh, July 20th, I will be in Hawaii with Dan Cook. So come out and see me there. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com or dancook.com. Uh, August 8th through the 10th, I'll be in Pittsburgh for the first time at the Pittsburgh Improv. Bring in Sandy Danto. Cannot wait. Come out and see me. Pittsburgh Improv, August 8th through the 10th. And then uh, August, uh, what else we got in August? Some dates in Chelan, Washington and Sunnyvale, California. All at adamraycomedy.com. Brad Williams this weekend. Holy shit, Brad is always on the road. You know that. He's traveling like a madman, and he will be this weekend at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. Go see Brad Friday and Saturday. Columbus Funny Bone. Tickets to bradwilliamscomedy.com. Today's episode, holy shit. Before we get into that, by the way, La Jolla, California, San Diego. Holy shit. Comedy store. Maybe, uh, you know, I say this too often, but it's, it's the truth. I had such a fun weekend of comedy, man. The hang, the shows, oh man, taped them all, so going to be posting some clips, maybe even some full sets, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Some of my best crowd work and 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 just the audience on the late show Saturday was uh, just unreal. So thanks to the staff, of course, always at the La Jolla Comedy Store and all the uh, comedians and, and the fans, a lot of ALN fans, Corolla fans, and uh, returning customers, man. So I love that club. Thanks, thanks again for everybody that came out. Today's episode is a hilarious, today's guest is a hilarious Pete Lee, who you know from his many appearances on The Tonight Show, Conan, Comedy Central, his hilarious podcast, Snuggle Storm, is available uh, where you get podcasts and audio. Follow Pete on Instagram at uh, Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee, (laughs) it's three Pete Lees. Uh, He's hilarious, as brilliant as he is sweet, Uh, his journey to L.A., his, uh, his 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 work ethic, uh, his his joke writing, uh, we get into it all and just laugh a lot. It's just a, a kick back, relax, and enjoy uh, the laughs on this one because we just had a ball us three. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad uh, at Alan Podcast. I gave you the tour dates uh, about last night podcast dot com. 
um, for past and present eps and your ALN merch. ShopAdamRay.com for all the Adam Ray merch. Uh, Read the Room, my album, available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Go get that shit, listen to it, and then come out and see my new hour on the road right now. Uh, She-Ra Season 2 still streaming on Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Get your fix on Netflix. And uh, Season 3 is going to drop first week of August, so be on the lookout for that. And email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Your uh, questions, uh, where you get the pod, how you get into it. Uh, going to be reading a ton of fan mail in the next episode because it's a special episode with Brad and I announcing something big. So uh, so do that before next week's episode, all right? Um, a lot of great apps coming up. Um, Adam Devine, Brent Morin. Uh, holy shit. We Man's coming back. Gabriel Iglesias. Um, it's going to be great. So make sure you subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, wherever, and comment on the iTunes page. All right? Now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the hilarious Pete Lee. Well, the weekend's over and it's time to chat about it. It's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down now? So why don't you sit hey. down now? Listen to our dope podcast. Whether lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of day. So come over and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Oh, come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. I mean, you know, between the between the dwarves and the candy, it's pretty much a dream scenario. <laughs> Is it sacrilegious to eat Easter candy post Easter? It's before Easter. What is? Right now, right? <laughs> right now. What? It's still When's Easter. Jewish. Oh, oh Easter's April. Jewish. <laughs> see, when, He's a Jew. Well, see, when people go. Uh, so funny. St. Patrick's. See, when people go, Easter's coming up, I go, you mean Passover's coming up? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you're like, yeah, that's the OG original yeah. holiday. Like, I posted when people were like, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day is coming. I was like, you mean we're pre Passover? Nobody gives any love to Passover. Do you even know what Passover is? It's where... Um, Thanks, Pete. Yeah, so anyway... <laughs> what do they uh, call Passover in Wisconsin? <laughs> the Jew Day. <laughs> I think if you said uh, Passover, they'd be like, oh, is that when you drive past the bar and you actually don't go in? That's oh, that's is. when uh, Brett Favre would overthrow Antonio Freeman <laughs> is he would pass over. He, he, he would throw the ball over him. That's what we call Passover. That's a great number 86 reference. Hey, that's man, a- I know I know a f- very few things in life, but one thing I know is uh, just about every receiver that Brett five right through too i love that yeah it makes me feel i feel very at home here yeah no <laughs> hey no problem i uh, uh my uh, my wife's family's from uh from fond du lac oh are you kidding me not, not at all that's so. my favorite town name in wisconsin like they, <laughs> they literally had a town name with fondle in it and then they <laughs> kept it can you turn my level down a little bit okay. yeah um all right oh, oh oh that's perfect yeah all right so yeah. now so now you go out there down there to fondle Lake, wisconsin oh yeah you go there and you eat cheese <laughs> curds you eat cheese and you stare at each other <laughs> um I, by the way i love jewish people i just don't know anything <laughs> yeah you have to say that I after all that you yeah. have to say that i don't know anything about passover what what is passover <laughs> um that yeah that's the thing does adam know of course <laughs> here's the thing you passover is one of those holidays hanukkah you can kind of just like look at the menorah see the candles lit go oh jews get eight days of presents it's not worth explaining the whole story it's not a, a romantic story Mm-hmm. Passover has more symbolism 
there's more um, characters. It, it would actually make a great TV show. You know what I'm saying? Are, um, you, are you stalling right now? Look, Passover started <laughs> when Danny Glover passed on Lethal Weapon 5. He's starting a TV pitch. He's like, all right. Um. Uh, I didn't come here with an idea for a show, but let me look around the room. All right, so so jelly beans, right? Okay. <laughs> it's more of an episodic. It's all about heart, you know, really. No, I mean, it's about Moses and Pharaoh and the Jews in Egypt. and um, That could be any Jewish the, holiday. The Ten Commandments. And, uh, <laughs> you know, um, there's a lot of, there's, you know, horseradish and there's matzah. Oh, and, um, yeah, sure. there's food. There's uh, is there atoning or anything like that? No, that's Yom Kippur. That's, Yom that's Kippur. when we say I'm sorry. We go sorry, not sorry. You know. Okay, and, I can uh, get down with that because I'm very sorry about everything. Being from Wisconsin, <laughs> you, well, you because you have to say it, and, yeah. then you, and then you have to say it with the accent. Now, is that is that is that one of those words where? Because I, I I feel like when you have an accent and then uh, you move out, maybe the accent leaves you. There are certain words that like trigger you back into it, and I feel oh. like sorry is one of them. Yeah, sorry is uh, is one of them. About like uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to say it like about instead of a boot. Um, yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, hi, mom. That tr- triggers it uh, <laughs> whenever she calls me on the phone. Is she just so Wisconsin. She well, my mom is originally from the South, so she has like a mixture of like a oh, Southern. Geez. Like a southern accent. Um, if I had to do an impression of my mom, it'd be like, "Oh, hello, Chicky. How are you?" Oh my she God. calls me Chicky. That's what. And Where did that Chicky. come from? Um, I have no idea. Yeah. I I have no idea where. But um, she calls me Chicky. She calls my other brothers Chicky. I think she just doesn't know our names. <laughs> 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 she calls my nieces Chickies. Everybody's a Chicky. Amazing. Um, now, okay. She so loves kids. Kids are chicks. Yeah. Chicks, baby birds. Chickies. Okay. Yeah. But okay. she's Chicky too. So everybody's. Oh, she, well, chicky. what the hell then? Yeah. It's like. Come the George Foreman household. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who's that? George. <laughs> yeah. That's everybody. It's like being in the South where it's like, I'd like a Dr. Pepper Coke, you know, um, but everybody's <laughs> oh a chicky. Like, <laughs> it's so funny you say that because uh, my, uh, my mom's from the South. She, mm-hmm. uh, she is from Savannah, Georgia. Oh. And, uh, she, and she calls everyone Bitsy. Bitsy. At, at, <laughs> w- 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 which was a pet that she had when she was a kid. Bitsy? Yeah. So now she just calls everybody Bitsy. And that 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 literally applies to everyone. So I I wonder if that's a southern thing where it's like, uh, we don't like to learn names here. Like we just think one nickname for fucking everybody. It's so funny cuz my girlfriend has uh, her do- her childhood dog was named Bitsy. Well, look at that. Was it so, from Savannah, Georgia? What did It was now, from uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. For, oh, from oh Alabama. Well, maybe my well, maybe my mom's Bitsy was a Buddhist. Yeah. And, <laughs> and came back as another Bitsy. Now, when your mom started calling you Bitsy, did you think it was some sort of like dwarf slang? Yeah, I thought it was like a a bit of a human. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not the full human. Yeah, you're very Bitsy. You're very Bitsy like. It's a bit. It's a bit of a human. It's like a very Larry David thing. Like, yeah. ah, you should be a dwarf. You should be a bit. Like, you're, uh, yeah. you're Bit yeah. of a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That does sound like a fingers insult. Like, like what's up, Bitsy? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is is um, cheese really as um, you know celebrated as people joke about? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's oh certain yeah. like, people talk about Seattle and like coffee and suicide and like yeah, those things actually <laughs> do exist there. You know, I love uh, that cheese is our suicide. That's Cheese Your Suicide is the name of your next album. Yeah, if if you're a band from Wisconsin, how do you not have a song called Cheese Is Our Suicide? (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't. uh, It doesn't wreak havoc on families. Just your colon. That's (laughs) that's what it does. It just binds you up for a little while. Um, I mean, 
it's it's just it's so good and it it's is. so fresh and um like when yeah. we were little kids like we would eat like a heavy pasta for you know or like a casserole and then nice. we would be drinking glasses of milk and um and then like you'd have like so much dairy yeah like yeah. you'd have like two glasses of milk and i remember when i first got to new york i, I lived there for 12 years and uh, i remember i was eating a cheesecake with this girl i was on a date with and she yeah. goes oh that's so rich and i was like what do you mean like, like what this is, is nothing i had no <laughs> idea what rich meant i had no because that just wasn't a part of my in so many ways yeah she's like <laughs> you know when the milk gets in your stomach and you just go like oh and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> you like you know what it's like to not have milk in your stomach yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that's just called the satisfying rumbling of your tummy right yeah that's it, it. <laughs> it was crazy and like uh and then you know I'd, I'd be hanging out with my friends and then um like i would have like five beers and they'd be like whoa dude like like are you okay? and i would wouldn't be drunk at all i'd be like you guys want to do some shots too and they'd be like you have a problem i'm like this is normal yeah this, this is, is all normal you drink milk and then you drink until you fall you're asleep yeah. basically Holy so like shit. do you, so, is that is there like a, is there like a scene from my big fat greek wedding where the scene was like oh he's a vegetarian cool i'll make lamb like is there like <laughs> that scene in wisconsin where you go like oh i'm lactose intolerant Okay, I'll get you low-fat milk. Or, like, like yeah. is, is, is there that where they just don't understand that that's an actual thing? Yeah, we'll put some ice cubes in your milk if you can't <laughs> handle it. It's, um, I'll you know, water it down. Yeah. I, the first time I ever even heard of lactose intolerant was on Seinfeld when he had that joke. He's like, I'm lactose intolerant. I don't mm-hmm. like lactose, and I don't tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. I remember going, like, that's such a funny joke. But then I was like, what is that? And there was no Google. <laughs> yeah, no Google, so you had to yeah. take out your trusty old world book encyclopedia. And no Nobody's lactose intolerant in Wisconsin, right? No. So there's no frame of reference. Yeah. Even if you had the allergy, you would just grow accustomed to it. You would like yeah. James Bond yourself with the poison, <laughs> <laughs> with lactose. You just yeah. figure it out. Or Humane like... Mainline lactose. Yeah. No, and that, that's my theory behind all these fucking uh, peanut allergies. I don't think people are actually allergic to peanuts. Really? Yeah. I, I truly don't. I think it's people that just haven't been like exposed to them at all and they're just terrified and they're they're terrified and they're not like and they need to be slowly exposed to them i think that might be true because you know i mean look at a lot of these airplanes they're 20 years old or you know like they're a really old airplane and they've been they've been serving peanuts on them forever right and there's like peanut dust in the cracks like yeah if you were if you were that sensitive to peanuts, you would go insane just being in an airport. Well, some people yeah. do. Some people have like, you know, uh, they've, was it, uh, where was this? Where they, I think, turned the plane around because somebody was having an attack. But then I was like, they never specified what the attack was like. I was like, how do you know somebody didn't just freak the fuck out? Because yeah. they're like, something bad will happen. And they were just like, God damn it. Just laying the plane. Someone, like, yeah. Some, yeah. Someone left their emotional support dog on the <laughs> fucking ticket counter. <laughs> but like, like, like you. you're right though. It's always like the smell of it and everything's around there. Like there's no way you can't, you, you, you can never go see a baseball game. Yeah. There's you yeah. die. Yeah. You die. You would like, you, you, you would die just watching it on TV. Yeah. Like, it, like it would like, it, it would like permeate. Do you think through. they can't even sing the seventh inning stretch song and they just like have to meet themselves when they're like, buy me some, oh God, and Cracker Jacks. We're, just buy me the Cracker Jacks. We're two seconds away and mark my words, oh our God, fans, from somebody complaining. listen to this. Someone's going to go to a baseball game and be like, I thought 
Yeah. Has peanut allergies. Why would you and want to go why to the stand and buy them? Why? What? That song encourages him yeah. to buy peanuts and if, Cracker Jacks. If my son even sees a man in a top hat with a monocle, it reminds him <laughs> of Mr. Peanut, and he, he chokes to death. <laughs> he, it's I, horrible. We're like two steps away from someone actually complaining and having a petition, and then there'll be uh, some CNN article. People are outraged. No, it's person. It's one person. I have Stop a, fucking listening to these idiots. It's it's I I, I was on... um. So when I lived in New York City, I don't know what it was, but every day, I think it was like just kind of being a bachelor, you know, like yeah. I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what I, I eat. Like I'd go to auditions. It was like go. a good luck thing. Yeah. And so, uh, it's easy. It's yeah, Perfect. yeah, I was on the subway and I had my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and this hipster kid, I do a bit about it. So I'm not trying to do a bit, no, but do um, he was like literally like pointing at me and going like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> And um and I'm from Wisconsin. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> and um like the the long story short is that the dude came he like came over and like he like got like he like got up in my face and he's like he's like yo I have peanut allergies he's like what the hell are you doing bringing that on the then on why the- are you walking closer exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> you idiots yeah and it, we got into I this- was throwing at him like a frisbee fucking catch it the- so there's a homeless guy jerking off right next to you yeah. Yeah. and this is what you're concerned about yeah there's a guy that may or may not have an infectious disease <laughs> uh, putting fluids into the subway car yeah and you're worried about my pe- I, like I I literally it came down to, we got into like a new New York, like uh, like umpire screaming at a baseball manager <laughs> argument on the train. So like, he's getting it, closer to it. Yeah, in each other's faces. And um, it got to the point where I was like blowing onto my sandwich going, there's no such thing as secondhand sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, That's and then he got off the train before me. And then I was left on the car with all the people that just saw the thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm a maniac. <laughs> like I... I saw those are the times where I go, do I have anger issues? <laughs> like, what well, I was just going to ask, like, what makes you irate? Because you seem like the most patient, calm yeah, person. Yeah, you seem like a very nice Midwest guy. So you're like, yeah, so what like, What do you get upset off? about? Like, if the Cracker Barrel closes at, at 10? Just, like, what? Uh, just, I, the only thing I okay, get mad about. Okay, nothing on that? Yeah. No. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> you're like, actually, no, that is a real, that's why I'm not laughing. That's, <laughs> just, I, that's a real I'm thing. stone cold serious. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what, what if I was like the worst person and you're like, what makes you mad? And I was like, just minorities getting ahead <laughs> you know just like getting uh getting their due uh you know these uh, freaking jews am yeah. i right you're no, not one progressive of them, women yeah. yeah no yeah no um what's the fucking this me too thing oh yeah. gosh oh, you're just oh. asking for it yeah, yeah. no I, I don't know like i uh i th- like i know that i have anger because like i get but it, it doesn't come out until i get really tired like you know because we we all travel like crazy yeah. And it's when I get to like the frayed end of that travel that like um, you get pushed to the limit a little bit. Yeah, my like my girlfriend and I got into a fight about just like hanging paintings in the mm-hmm. apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, and like it had nothing to do with anything other than that I was just so exhausted that I was like, I dude, and I my feel you. yeah. <laughs> what that, type of paintings were they? I mean, was um, there a legitimate? concern of, of what was getting put up no it was just that she wanted naked to... photos of her ex or something yeah and you were like dude this is, seems a little excessive yeah he's eating a pear i don't like that i don't like that very fruit. sexual <laughs> i have a pear allergy yeah. you know you know that yeah it's very triggering yeah <laughs> No, dude, dude, um, I completely understand yeah. that because I'm a pretty even keeled guy. Like I, I, I try not to get mad about shit. Like and and I and I really don't. I, I, I avoid conflict. But then if, if I'm if I've if I've traveled all day and I get my room key and I go to my room and the room key doesn't work and I have to go back down to the lobby. Oh 
fuck all. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going down there. That's amazing. And like, but I it's totally just because, but it's just because I'm sleep deprived yes. and I've been traveling all day. All you're all, thinking about is going do is, past that door. Yes, that's yeah. it. And like, and going to bed or shower or whatever you. And, do. and that those thoughts have kept you somewhat intact all the way to that moment, right? Like oh. you're just like, as long as I get in there, yeah, I'll lay down, I can do all the things, and just kind of like that's. Yeah, that's what I'm looking that, forward to. That and, and like in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. You go downstairs, you yeah. get a, you, you get a new key. It takes you two minutes. But now, do you take it out on the oh. uh, on the kind hotel clerk who no. had no clue that your key didn't work? They <laughs> I, tried their best. They put it in. The machine fucking fucked up. You know? Oh, you know. Speaking of that, so at the I just flew back from Miami, and at the Miami airport, I saw this guy just laying into this poor person who's probably just doing their job and they're uh, you know they're, and he's like screaming to the point where like everyone's looking yeah and then he he says he says these words he's like screaming at her and then he goes i have somewhere to be and we're all like it's the fucking airport dude <laughs> we're all trying to be somewhere who's, else <laughs> who's coming here because they're like you know this cinnabon's the best one in the city like <laughs> that's so funny that's <laughs> I have somewhere to be. Yes, we all oh have somewhere God. to be. Well, that's that. Just like so my shit's more important than yours. Yes, that, yeah. that every human has a, a little as a bitsy of you know. Yeah, everybody's got a bitsy. <laughs> They've got a bitsy of anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I I definitely tra- travel is triggering, and um, I don't know if it's like um, my girlfriend's a psych nurse practitioner, and she's told wow, me that I have we like get it. She's better. Yeah, than you. She, she's better than me. She's like way better, but like. But she's like, she's like, you definitely have like, you're triggered by bullies, you know, because I, I was mm. bullied a lot growing up. I, I grew up in kind of a rich town or at least the rich side of town. And then I grew up really poor. My mom was a waitress at Red Lobster. And so like, like anybody that if I think they're kind of bullying me, I get mm. like really angry. Okay. And, um, well, because it's just bringing up like old emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It's bringing it's Would you get angry as a kid or would you just kind of. Obviously, I, and then you would probably just close close down, yeah. Yeah, I think I would close down, and uh, but like I was at the airport, and this guy, you know, um, I, I was flying. I got the upgrade. I was first class, nice, and then yeah. I'm, I'm going on into the plane, and then there's the American Airlines dude that was like, he's like, hey, you need to put your bag in the bag sizer thing, <sighs> and you know the bag sizer thing is the, no bag is no, that size, no, no, dude. You know that if you're gonna put that your bag in that thing, you're yeah. fucking checking it's, your bag. It's like unless it's a fanny pack, it's not fitting it, in that in that thing. Yes, you're right. It's, only fanny packs and <laughs> so i put the thing in the in the thing and then he's like all right we got to check your bag and i was like like i get in like i don't know this is like a bad reference but i get in like liam neeson mode when i'm like like i can feel you that kill i'm a black guy no <laughs> so you're looking for a black guy to kill that's inappropriate Pete. i don't i don't think i can condone that kind of behavior being from the midwest i'm like i love black people i don't like killing them some away yeah. yeah. Um, but like, you know, that mode where you talk very calmly yes, because yeah. you know, you're freaking you have to. Yes. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I'm in first class. I'm like, I'm the fourth person to board the plane. I know this fits in the overhead. Yeah. I, it's a bigger overhead. Yeah. That's I'm why like, it's first class. Yeah. I'm like, I'm an executive platinum flyer. I know the rules. I know mm. that I don't have to check the bag. And he's like, no, sir, you're checking this bag. Oh, now this and guy then, just has his own uh, agenda. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, and that's where it's, I was like, no, I'm not i was like i'm not checking this bag and then he like he got we got into like a heated argument about it which he grabbed my bag i grabbed it back yes and then i go and i put it on the plane and then i'm sitting down in my seat 
and then somebody comes and talks to me from the airline oh, and they're like, like did you did you have an altercation with the guy and i was like yeah i was like that asshole tried good. to take my bag and good. it clearly fits up here hey, look it's there yeah right now yeah and i was like <laughs> nothing fits in that fucking size oh, so you're not like, treating me very thirsty you know yeah. <laughs> yeah i was i was so angry and i felt bullied or whatever and then like i totally got my way and um and like i that but then i felt bad even though the guy was a jerk i mm-hmm. went online because i remember his name was luis or and it was at LaGuardia. and um and so i went on and i wrote like a nice review like hey i had an altercation with luis and uh and like i know i complained about him but i'd like to take it back and i'm <laughs> you are sorry so midwest oh, my yeah, God, oh man dude. that's so, so great i was like I, i'd like to take back my altercation yeah. yeah with luis even though like if you were to go like yeah but do you hate Lu- luis i'd be like i fucking hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> but i just didn't want him to get fired or anything Did you like tweet? That. i know a lot of comics will tweet at the airlines when they're uh, really perturbed you know what i'm saying like yeah. do these long diatribes of just like fucking way to do this you piece of shit like and the airlines always respond to comics they're like yeah so sorry what happened try to yeah. you know we, we, we tried our best maybe next time do this and it's like no dude like you fucked up like yeah and Luis like you know I'm sure had some other shit going on but like mm-hmm. no need to like it, it, I don't know man there's there's certain things I think you just have to even if you don't understand fully like Luis clearly didn't like yeah. dude like the, the small bag thing most people know that that uh, does your bag fit in their thing is just like the worst game show of all time. It's like this thing always no. <laughs> yeah, and there's no no person like the bag unless you little boring game show ever. Yeah. Does the bag fit? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. uh, next week's episode. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, the same uh, fucking thing. You win. So uh, maybe a purse, but like that's you, it. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 it's like, yeah, I know for a fact my bag wouldn't fit in there, but I, but I also know for a fact my bag fits in every overhead storage bin ever. Well, if they did that yeah. to you, Brad, I would just get in myself. I would just, if I were you, I'd just, you get in. I don't it. fit in this yeah. thing. Yeah. Does that mean I can't fucking fit yeah, yeah. in the All right, seat? Sir. All right, sir, calm down, calm down. Yeah, this is a size no, thing. No, please, sir. See, no. I've at least got that. <laughs> You're sizest. What yeah. do you think? I'm a bitsy? Yeah, I've at least say got it. that say where I'm a bitsy. go. Where I can always go, but like, this is a little disrespect because I'm a dwarf, which is, which is why no one ever carded me, even when I was like 17 and I looked 12. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 I would go to liquor stores and got in and buy drinks. That's because, amazing. Because they didn't want to car me. They, they didn't want to have that thing where it's like, oh God, he could be 40. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you have, the, you have like a full great beard. Did you have I a good now. beard back no, then? No, like nothing. I was clean shaven forever. But, and, and they still would, they still would let me get the booze just because it was like they, they they were so scared they'd be like I am a 72 year old man <laughs> they didn't want even my condition that <laughs> makes me tiny the I, one solace I have at the end of my day is my whiskey and you're denying me I have to piece of shit if I don't drink I'll stay this size yeah <laughs> it's the only thing that makes me grow <laughs> now when did you start drinking yeah because the Midwest is yeah, Wisconsin, uh, very I'd be booze like, heavy right, 12 in, uh, <laughs> well, no it's funny that you say 12 because in Wisconsin there's a law it was like one of the, you know, like how Jay Leno used to do those. Like, have you yeah. heard about this law? Yeah, have you yeah. seen about it? Have you, you heard those. about it? Yeah. Yeah. In Florida, you can't you can't uh, rape a horse in a bar. Uh, oh. That's weird. But you <laughs> can't have chocolate milk after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, vertical horizon here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of pulls up his pants a little. <laughs> uh, uh, but in Wisconsin, you can drink at a bar. Mm-hmm. It's the law. 
You can drink at the bar when you're 12 with your parents, but you can only have beer and it can only be in the pony size of a beer. Um, So they have these, Miller Lite has these little pony size beers and they have these little tiny pony glasses that you, it's like the the glass that you get next to a Bloody Mary. Yeah. And so, yeah, like we, we grew up um, from 12 to 18, you can drink at the bar from 18 to 21. You're fucked. You can't, you you can't can't drink. Okay. But then after 21, so like you grow up drinking there because it's it's a very uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Um, it's a very European place because yeah. the the soil was really hard to farm. So they basically figured out it was the same uh, soil as Germany. So mm. they were like, hey, any German people, if you know how to farm this soil, you can have free land because we need you to farm. And so it's like very German. And I'm sorry I brought that up uh, so close to Passover. <laughs> how um, dare you? I'm not German. How dare you? <laughs> only one, one person at this table is German. That is uh, fascinating. That is fascinating. And I mean, I do, d- does it make then drinking and parents more responsible? Because it, it's almost like, you know, you hear about parents talk about like sex. It's like, Tell your kids about it early and give them the condoms so that they'll be safe and, yeah. and know that you're cool about it. Don't and make it you, a, don't don't make it a thing that's forbidden. Yeah, then they'll, they'll want to rebel yeah. right. or verboten. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. make it verboten. No. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I I mean I think that it is one of those things where people are are a little better at it. I mean, everyone in Wisconsin is a functional alcoholic, so I can't say that it's working <laughs> to deter people from drinking a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like I would be at the bar with my friends that would be on their 12th drink and I was training for a marathon and they're like, you know, that's bad for you, right? Like running? <laughs> like that's oh really Oh my God. <laughs> like, do you realize? Jim Fix died running. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, old Boston Marathon thing that happened while running. Yeah. You know, it's obviously been horrible for you. Yeah, it's uh, terrible for you. Give me another scotch. <laughs> your material that you've done on uh, late night, uh, your late night appearances, your many late night appearances. Oh, thank yeah. you. Found yeah. what f- uh, four f- four times, and I'm getting ready to do the fifth one. Whoa, um, which, which is stressful because, like, you know, when you do the when you do like the first one, it's real strict on it. Like your your material is being combed over, yeah. and like by the fourth one, like the week of, they're like, "What do you got?" You know, and um, so I like Michael Cox always gives me crap. He's the booker of um, The Tonight Show. Um, But he like because I'll always be like, I'm getting that set ready. Like I'm getting it ready. And the week of I'm like, got to get it ready. And he's like, you lied to me. I was like, I did. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. Guess what? I'm going on the show. Yeah, you trusted me. That's funny. And, And at the same time, like. It, it, it's always weird to me when uh, like you're, you're doing five Tonight Shows or whatever it is because they go like, all right, so what you got now? It's like, dude, I used the, the best shit on the first one. It's not like I was like, I'm holding out this one for my seventh appearance. Yeah. Like it, you just have to constantly be writing more material. Yeah, I'm always writing and thinking, you know, uh, or like I'll just get a little nugget where I'm like, I'm like, oh, this could be something. And then I really develop it because I'm like, this seems like a Tonight Show type of a bit. I was going to say, are you more cognizant of doing it now of thinking in five minute bits? Because you're like, dude, let me just see how many of these I can stack up, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it's funny that I said that I'm not preparing because like for the last one, I wrote out four different sets that I could do. Mm-hmm. And I figured, and then like I was trying them out, and then I went with the one that I thought that the Tonight Show would like the least. Um, hmm. I felt like it was edgy, and when I first started on Monday, like developing it officially uh, before I taped it on Friday or on Thursday, um, like it actually was pretty edgy. And then by the time we got to the thing, it was so watered down that it was oh, like just as friendly as the rest of the stuff. But um, how edgy it, do they allow you? to be like not very yeah. I mean well um, I accidentally sent a set to Michael that was not 
<laughs> Tonight Show worthy at all. Yeah. I had gotten my like links mixed up and he was very offended. And I tried to apologize and be like, so sorry, this is clearly a mistake because why would I think this is appropriate for the Tonight Show? Right. Yeah. Um, why did you say your mom's cunt smells cunty? Well, well because it does. <laughs> but that's besides the point. That was We can't air that. Yeah. <laughs> you can blurp out cunty. If and, you want to uh, know how clean that joke is, you should smell it. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I was exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but there is there is a, I mean, I don't know if it's something you discuss with him before, or do you just get a sense of from watching other sets? Like the first time you went on, did yeah. you did he really go, yo, here are the words you can't say, here are the topics you can't discuss, or do you just try to find it by trial and error? Yeah, you kind of do trial and error um, uh, with him. Like there's no official set of, of stuff that you can't say, but right. it's kind of like I'm somebody that just because of my Midwestern nature, I don't want to offend anybody anyway and so i'm i'm pretty well tailor-made for that show yeah Yeah. truly but um i do have some jokes that are a little bit edgy um i have a bit about where i say that you know my girlfriend sent me a porn i tried to do this this bit where i'm like so i changed it to adult video and Mm. it's like it's like the most wholesome porn bit that you can have (laughs) um big jay okerson bet me that i couldn't write a bit about porn and then Mm. i showed up to the comedy sellers uh uh, fat black pussy cat. Um, it's called uh, New Joke Night. Yes. Okay. Um, so I showed up there and I was like, Big J, come in the room. I wrote this bit, and the the bit basically goes like, my girlfriend sent me a porn, and I'm like, I'm like, just wow, oh my god, wow. <laughs> By like, the way, that's just a very funny yeah. reaction. Yeah. <laughs> just wow, wow, wow. Like wow to a porn. Have yeah, you guys wow. heard about this porn yeah. stuff? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my wow. gosh. Blew me away. And then yeah. I go, I go, I scrolled to the end of it because I wanted to see if this couple had the baby, and um, <laughs> I'm like, because it was this poor couple oh that just like wanted a family so bad yeah and like so they started and, banging everywhere yeah they were doing it by the pool at one That's point they brought the neighbor take. over just to help out yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. like <laughs> and and um and then the whole the the closer to it is like you know i'm not trying to ruin it for you guys but they're gonna have to adopt uh oh the guy did the most important part way wrong you know <laughs> And um, and it's a great bit, and I never do anything dirty, and it's yeah. all about just like you know, it's all like anything that's implied, dirty about right? that bit is happening in the viewer's own head. Totally implied. It, it, yeah, it's not you saying anything. You 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 didn't say it came out of her face. You're like he did the most important part, which. What what's the most important part? Yeah, the, the cuddle afterward. We don't like <laughs> yeah. that. Can mean anything. Yeah, it can mean anything. And so, yeah. but I I was gonna do it, and I think that I could have gotten it past Michael, but I did it at the store, and David Spade saw it, and David texted Michael, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't think you can do that porn closer." Oh, and I was like, "Ah, oh, damn, damn, you just shoot me." <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and like, why uh, did Spade care? I think, well, because my whole set was really great and very mm-hmm. consistent, and it was also running a little bit long. And then um, I was, I had never met David Spade before, and David, like, I'm, I'm not like shitting on David Spade. He like called me over and was like, dude, that was great. You're really funny. And I was like, I like you. You're famous. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> so it was a really positive interaction. But then, um, he texted Cox. He's like, Hey, I just saw your boy run, run his set. And he's like, what'd you think of it? And he's like, it was really good. But he's like, I don't know if he can do that porn closer. And then it got in Michael's head. Like, uh, Oh, he might've like, even been joking or like, maybe who knows, but like, but why even say that? But Michael was like, yeah. So the porn closer is out. Um, oh, God. see, there's no but, rhyme or reason for some of those things. And that's like, yeah, right? Michael got fixated on it and probably was like, Oh, spade's got a point. Also it's spade. Right. It's telling spade. Mike something and Mike's not, you know, uh, yeah, you even know, I was like, David says I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm going to try to do that as my closer on the fifth one because I think there that I bought myself enough, you know. Yeah, uh, clout with cloud. I think so, dude. Also, just even preface it 
with like, they told me I shouldn't do this. Actually, David Spade did, but yeah. Uh, yeah. so this Long one's story. for Spade. And then if you dedicate it to him, a yeah. guy that Fallon loves, <laughs> right? And you, you know, that'll work out. That, I like and, that. And and is it true that you got uh, your first Tonight Show just because Jimmy showed up to a comedy club one night and you happened to be on stage? Yeah, I. It's kind of a ridiculous story. So um. My like, you know how we go through like ebb and flows in this sure. in this business oh, where dude, that's you're, all it is. Yeah, yeah, you're hot and then you're as cold as ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going through a really cold period, and then a friend of mine uh, who's like, um, she's this girl who's like real hipster, like you know, like I don't know, ask the crystals, you know, like, oh, like one God. of one of those. She goes, um, um that's she's twin friends named Crystal. Yeah, that's crystal. my friend Crystal who has crystals. <laughs> it's like a double crystal. You're like, yeah, not yeah, a thing. So, don't so much power in the crystals. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I have a problem with those. Uh, people but also like you know no judgment if that works for you because again there's so much stress and there's so much yeah anxiety in the world so it's like down. yeah dude if that calms you down but right. also hey yeah we get to be like you're a little crazy you know yeah and you know i i prefer my medicine to come from you know penicillin yeah, <laughs> yeah. or booze you know yeah, not yeah, like oh no no but this comes from a volcano in tibet you're like all right <laughs> okay what uh, kind of crystals um, were they well it was well this crystal friend was like she's like have you ever done the secret you know oh, where God. you just yes. ask the universe yeah, and yeah. And I was like, this is stupid. She was like, you should read the book. And every time I ran into her, she's like, read the secret. Mm-hmm. And so I um, I was lazy, so I watched it on YouTube. There you go. Um, and uh, like, you know how your phone listens to you? Like I went on oh, yeah. YouTube and it was just like the secret. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, um, you know, the, the phone's telling me I should do it. Yeah. So I'm watching it and uh, and it says in the middle of the, of the documentary about it, it says now's the time when you pause this program and you wish for something unreasonable. And so, uh, so I was like, all right, well, I heard about what happened in Nate Bargatze where, where Fallon just showed up at the stand. I was like, I know Fallon lives like right across the street from the stand. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe he could show up for me. Maybe he could show up and see me and then, uh, he'll like me and I'll go on the, the tonight show. And then I like the unreasonable part. I was like, and then I'll get a standing ovation. And like, I really like wished for that in my living room. Holy and then, shit. And then I was like, okay, universe. You close your eyes. How, what's your wish? Uh, I just said routine. it to the ceiling. Cause I felt like the universe was up there yeah, or something, you know, about outside of the ceiling, outside yeah. of the ceiling. Yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. um, and so three days later I get a, an email that says like, Hey, you have a tonight show showcase. And I was like, what the secret? Oh my God, it's a secret. <laughs> And then I'm standing there at the bar with this girl that I was dating, drinking a whiskey. And then um, the manager of the stand, Adele, walks by. And then uh, my former manager, David Kimowitz, who's awesome. I'm not with him anymore, but yep. he's awesome. He walks by and he's kind of smirking at me. And then the next guy is Jimmy Fallon. And he's like, he's like, hey, Pete, how's it going? He's like, uh, Dave told me to come see you. He's like, uh, you know, they're having the, sh- the showcase. He's like, I just live right there. And in my head, I, w- I wanted to go like, I know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I out of my face. Out of my face, I go, Oh my God, the secret is real. And, uh, <laughs> that's the first thing that I said to Jimmy Fallon was, Oh my God, the secret is real. And Did he laugh? Yeah, he'd like, he's like, I don't know what that's all about, but uh, <laughs> that's cool. And, um, and wow, yeah, how like uh, you, I would think you and Jimmy Fallon, if you guys are talking, that would be the that would be the world record before anyone said anything negative about anything. Oh yeah. my like god! Because yeah. you, you and Jimmy Fallon are both such just so positive, positive balls of energy. If, if, if like 
you and Jimmy Fallon and Ron Funches should just all sit down together yeah. and be like, all right, it's like a game of chicken, but someone's some, some got to say something me- yeah. mean about someone. And Joe Pesci, just to mix things up. <laughs> well, you fucking guys. Oh, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just to, there would have to be a balance in yes. the universe yeah. with He's all the that host. positivity. Like, people yeah. are dying left and right <laughs> yeah. in the world because all that happiness is <laughs> yeah. happening yeah. in a vortex. Like, yeah, guys, yeah. spread it out. It's in one room in the Bronx. Come yeah. on. Wait, so nerves then go through the roof. Yeah, right? I was... Or do you get more calm because you're like, all right, like, I, I got the secret on my side. Yeah. I can't fail. I was freaking out because then I saw the list. And um, so it was MC, uh, first guy going up, then Roy Wood Jr., who was running his Tonight Show that he was doing right. like a night later or yeah. two nights later. And then me. So I was like, crap, I got to follow Roy Wood. He's and just he's running his set. Yeah, he's, killer. he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, uh, so I, my heart starts pounding and I'm like, all right, whiskey, whiskey. So I have like two whiskeys and I, did, I don't know if you ever heard like Hedberg, what he said about his first, um, his first letterman is that he just downed a fifth of whiskey so that the warmth hit him by the time he got out there. Wow. And, um, so I was like Hedberg, you know, like he, <laughs> he, he was my friend. Uh, things worked out for well for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. I'll yeah. just drink this whiskey. Yeah, so, right. um, it really started to hit me as I was walking on stage and uh, and I, I went up and like my first joke killed like thank God mm-hmm. and then um, I was doing the set and like in New York nobody wants to acknowledge famous people you know you know like right. like I feel like in L A people are more apt to be like oh my God Fallon's for over there. sure yeah and Absolutely. in New York oh, Paul Giamatti can walk through any crosswalk and no one's like Giamatti yeah but yeah. it's like ball he's like huh. Whatever, yeah. yeah, whatever. Hey, I don't care. I just want to stop you and tell you I don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, uh, yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, all right. I have something about Paul Giamatti too <laughs> in this whole story, dude. But, I love um, Giamatti tangents. Yeah, well, he he wraps into this because he was on my episode of the Tonight Show, the first one. Oh, yes, shit. and uh, I was just about ready to go on, and he was leaving, and uh, I'm skipping ahead, but um, uh, I was like, I was like so like hyped up and nervous, and I was like, uh, and I was like, hey man, I was like, that was a great segment, and he's like, cool man, he goes, is this. Uh, uh, is it, are you just about to go up? I was like, yeah, first time on the Tonight Show. So excited, so nervous. And he goes, yeah, not over here. Like he's just, he's so grizzled as an entertainment veteran that he was literally like drinking coffee to like wake up. Like, like oh yeah, what a day. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he went on and killed and he obviously loves the Tonight Show, but he just was like, you know, like it was just so. Just punching in and punching out. Yeah. Like. That's he, amazing. He see, but he seems like he would do that for anything. He yeah. seems like, uh, so uh, your wife just gave birth. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. So it's uh, a baby. Uh, it's a baby. What? Yeah. Uh, baby. <laughs> Did the greatest shit of my life today. Anyway, well, probably have to pee later too. All right, your mom, are you happy? Your mom just died. Okay, I mean, yeah, oh God, oh man, eventually, you can still go to the movies, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so um, so back to the set. So um, so now your your so first joke kills. First joke kills, and then I get to this joke in the set where I say, um, I go, I never want to offend anybody. Like the other day, this guy sneezed, and I want to say bless you, but instead I go happy holidays. <laughs> and um, and Fallon stands up and he claps his hands he goes yes he goes I love this guy and I'm like in my head I'm like I can't believe this is happening right and the crowd goes nuts because they can finally acknowledge him and then I'm like do I deviate from the set that I sent to Michael or do I do I'm like I gotta ad lib with him so I go thank you uh, Jimmy or sir I don't know what I can call you yet Uh, and then I wanted to say I love your tonight show but instead Mm -hmm. I go like my comedian in me kicked in and I go I love your uh, impulse control and um, (laughs) and the crowd went nuts and he's like thanks man and um 
And then uh, I went back to the set and killed. And then right afterwards, they invited me on the on the Tonight Show. Right after that. Right afterwards, and Holy I was like, shit. It just couldn't. Like he have did been after like out in the hall or what? Well, he got a beer spilled on him, uh, like during the middle of the show. So he, uh, I was like standing by the curtain because I was like, he's not gonna not say bye to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you um, got to position yourself. Yeah. Near was, there, so I, he can. I was boxing yeah. out. There were other comics trying to get that spot, and right. I was like, I was nope. boxing hey, out. Hey, fuck yeah. you, man. No. So I see him walking towards me with khakis and they had like, like black, cause they had black napkins at the stand. Mm-hmm. And so somebody spilled a beer on him and then he tried to wipe it off with the black uh, napkins. And then he just had like black, all, it looked like, oh, like, uh, like what was the, um, was it Billy Madison? Like everybody pees their pants. Yeah. Yes. It's the coolest. Yeah. Yes. But like with like ba- black devil piss. Oh Jesus. Oh man. And, um, black devil piss. Black devil piss Another khakis. great song title. <laughs> it's pretty great. And uh, so he he gets up and he's like, "Hey man, great set." He's like, "They're gonna invite you on the show." He's like, "I gotta go." I uh, and then he like runs off and across um, the street to his ass. Yeah, across <laughs> the street, and he yeah. could have changed and came back, I guess. But um, <laughs> but we'll talk about it on my sixth time. Yeah, yeah. and then he um, uh, so then his producer invited me on the show, and Michael invited me on the show right afterwards, and then. Um, uh, when I went on the show, I like uh, it was really great. I got the standing ovation. It, wow. it all worked out. And then at the very end, um, they have you sign Questlove's drumsticks from that night. Okay. And then they have you sign this guest book. So in my in my dressing room, uh, there was like you know the the drumsticks and then the guest book. And I was like, oh my god, Questlove gave me his drumsticks. <laughs> Hilarious. And uh, because Questlove came to the dressing room and he, he was like, dude, that was really great. Like, I really loved your set, da 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 And I thought that he, it was like a gift because he liked my set yeah. so much. So I like, I just took his drumsticks and I signed the book and I left. And then, um, of course, I go to Michael's Crafts and I have my cue cards uh, framed and I put mm-hmm. the drumsticks in there. <laughs> and then I get a text about a week later from Michael going, did you take the fucking drumsticks? <laughs> And I was like, you mean the ones that were a gift special from Questlove? <laughs> and he was like, those were not a gift, dude. I'm, I'm going to show it to you. You um, guys aren't friends. Yeah, he's like, he does not care about you in that way. Um, <laughs> Didn't so, you hear Paul Giamatti say that yeah. when he left? Yeah. So th- that actually, technically, that ties back into the art because that was some of the art that I wanted to hang in the apartment. And she was like, do we got to be hanging cue cards like dude, that? Dude, that's incredible. Um, but yes. So, so, the, so the question is, do you still have the drum? Sticks? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've made a joke about it. like if I ever get to panel on the Tonight Show, I think that I want to bring this there yes. and then like yeah. break the glass and give Questlove his, <laughs> his drumsticks. Get your drumsticks back. Um, we, now we can everybody sign. Yeah, that's so awesome, man. Does it get more exciting each time you do it, or is it like you know like getting like Disneyland as a kid was such a big deal, and then when I moved down here and it was forty five minutes for me, I was like, ah, it's still pretty cool, but like yeah. some of the. Novelty factor goes away. So, like, when you still go into the dressing room set and you're getting ready for the show is and the whole prep, like, do you get, do you, uh, not complacent, but just, um, you know, it's not as exciting as it once was? Or Yeah, I'm full Giamatti at this point. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, fuck this shit. Oh, God, I need coffee just to have, yeah. just to feel just something. Boner, yeah. No, I'm, um, it's, it, it's weird. The first time, uh, first through four times, I took, um, I actually took this drug called propranolol. Have you guys ever heard of it? No. Oh, did it's it kill a, Michael Jackson? It killed Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. But it's great for stand up uh, yeah. sets. Yeah. <laughs> if only Michael had done stand up with it, not danced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have touched those boys. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. Those, uh, I, I think, yeah. That somehow ties together. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's a beta blocker that basically is a heart rate medication oh, that shit. it like. Um, 
the way that it works is that if you if you take it your your thoughts and everything is is normal like like you're still quick you have mental high mental acuity i think is the term um but you just can't feel nervous like it, it kills your fight or flight reflex so, really? so if i if you guys took it and i was shooting you with a tommy gun you'd be like cool bullets but, <laughs> like, this is crazy and Didn't but you're saying dick tracy i love that movie yeah yeah, yeah. but you're still quick-witted and um i've always had trouble with nerves and stuff like that and then mm-hmm. uh i got prescribed some propranolol it's like just a spot treatment so you know like a big thing like that i'll take a propranolol and it's crazy because i should be freaking out and everybody's like aren't you nervous and i'm like i can't be i <laughs> i don't have that right now Physically, wow i cannot that is impossible you're like fucking spock yeah where it's just all logic and not, it's not it's not any emotion tied into it at all yeah and it, the weird thing is that i'm behind, i'll be like behind the curtain you should take and, that before sex with your girlfriend you're like this feels great <laughs> <laughs> this is fun we're having a great time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Don't you feel good? <laughs> just like completely. Just this is pure pleasure. <laughs> uh, speaking of pure pleasure, yeah, um, your podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Snuggle Storm. Snuggle Storm. Thank you. Great um, title. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's my girlfriend and I. Uh, we do an advice podcast, and mm. um, uh, she's a psych nurse practitioner. Yep. I'm a comedian. She's the only one qualified to give anyone any advice, sure. and she's really great at it. And then I just kind of do. I don't know. It's kind of like Love Lines with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Um, But I guess with, you know, a psych nurse practitioner and a guy who's annoyingly nice. Yeah. (laughs) And then we have comics on. If you guys would love to come on. Dude, a thousand percent. I would love that. You can come over to our house. Yes. There you go. Do you take uh, live callers or do they Skype in or how does it work? I need to get the technology. (laughs) You guys know how to take live callers, right? I need Mm -hmm. to figure that out because right now it's just emails. That's also cool. um, You read the emails, yeah? Yeah. Have you truly like done some good uh, work and help people out or do you try to you're, you're bringing the comedy side right and yeah the girl's trying to really help them she's helping people I mean I think that she's helped a lot of people out because um, you know the comics that come on they all get to ask her a site question oh wow mm. and usually it's something um, that they've been struggling with for a long time and when you talk to a therapist like their sexuality so, yeah like oh wait <laughs> just me <laughs> sorry did I say that too quickly you did I mean you guys look great I mean fuck <laughs> damn it <laughs> they're just gay feelings oh, okay. okay they're just feelings just like you want a cheeseburger the next day you yeah. don't yeah. you know some days you want a dick yeah yeah that's what it is that's what it is yeah, yeah, yeah. um but I think that the comics mostly have been helped by it, you know, because the I think that sometimes when you go to therapy, they milk it and, you know, like they could help you out a lot faster than For they sure. do. And mm. that's somebody who spent thousands of dollars on therapy. Um, but she'll really get to the bone, like get to the nut of it and like help somebody out. And there have been a couple comics um, uh, on the podcast and off the podcast that. She's actually, she, she can prescribe medications, but she, um, she hasn't prescribed them medications, but she's told them to go to a doctor and get this specific one because mm. mm. she knows, like, yeah. like, she knows exactly what they need. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. She's like a, she's like, I don't, I don't know how she is as good at her job as she is. Really? It's, it's insane how good she is. Like. We can, and it's, it also works the other way. Like, sh- like somebody will come up to my merch table after a show mm-hmm. and they'll just be a little whatever. And she'll be like, she'll just like call out the medication. She'll be like, that's that one. 
So like, holy that's, shit! Oh, like, that's like, that. They're on Lexapro. Yeah, that's a unique like a skill set. Out, just yeah, no kidding. Like it is she, and it's like an energy thing. Like um, sometimes when I fly, like today I took a Klonopin before because I flew from uh, Albany to Philly, Philly to here, and oh, then geez. I had to take a nap and then come here and do this, and I felt like a maniac. Oh my god! So I took a it's 0.25 milligrams of Klonopin, mm-hmm. and when I got home, I was just like saying hi to her, and she's like Klonopin. She's like, you took it today, and I was like, yeah. She's like, you remember you got to watch out with that shit like she's like never more than two days in a row otherwise Holy it's gonna shit. fuck with your what nerves. does klonopin do um klonopin's an anti-anxiety and like sometimes when i get so exhausted i just like i get really brittle yeah but then you still got to go out and do stuff like this and mm-hmm. i obviously have the energy so yeah, you're great but i'm doing like i'm basically doing you know when like a cold front and a warm front meet and there's uh-huh. a tornado yes. like i'm meeting klonopin with cold brew right now it's <laughs> great my, yeah. one of my favorite things to do is smoke a blunt and drink a, a coffee oh, on a patio yeah. it's an upper it's a downer oh you're in the middle of a war yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like elvis but with mom drugs <laughs> you did love peanut butter and jelly yeah, yeah. oh yeah you yeah. did yeah, yeah. Uh, and and bananas and bacon <clears throat> did you um, did you have any sort of trepidations about doing like you know mixing business and pleasure with your girl um I, I well it was weird because i initially was just going to do snuggle storm by myself yeah. and then she was sitting on the couch and she was uh studying for her boards and um and kelsey cook was our first guest mm-hmm. and then we just kept talking to her and so i was like i gotta plug in a different another mic and jamie you gotta come over here and she was like she's adamant she's like i don't want to be in show business she's like i yeah. don't want to do this i have no aspirations and then um, since she's been on our podcast, then Nikki Glazer has her on her yep. show. Mm-hmm. And then other people have been like, come do this. And because hmm. um, she's she's really comfortable and charismatic and she's got this really smooth Southern voice. Yeah. And um, easy to listen to. Yeah. So it's and, and then at the same time, it's 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 almost because she's not trying to get into show business that she's giving the best advice. She's not trying to do like, OK, how what can I tell this person that's outrageous and will get clicks and maybe I can get them to cry or ooh, kill themselves. <laughs> You know, like, it's like, no, she's just giving good advice. Yeah, she's given, she's given good advice. And also, like, um, if, if there's any, like, after, um, you know, we recently had a friend pass away, all of us, um, yep. she was like, she's like, if you can tell anybody that, you know, like, if anybody's having trouble, like, have them reach out to me, I'll have her contact them, because she can really help people out. Wow. Like, that's she's, she's so good at that. That's, um, and, and, and that's great that you have that along with you being the friendly funny guys so yeah it, it, it's 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 everything you need in a podcast really yeah yeah it'll she, help you out yeah i'll make you chuckle and she'll save your life it's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good combo same time yeah. uh we have a few more minutes with you and i do yeah. want to know you dick size no <laughs> yes but sure. also the dick size of the duck dynasty guys oh yeah yeah um uh, the duck size the duck size of all how the fuck guys. did you work on that show well, um, so uh, there's a guy that lives on your street, actually, just down the street. That's one of my good friends. Do you guys know Josh Wade? Um, I do not know. Josh Wade was the he was the executive producer of <laughs> Duck Dynasty and um, pretty much the head writer for a lot of years. Um, okay. Duck Dynasty is, was an amazing show where they took a bunch of guys and um, and they essentially did a sitcom with them where they would just feed them the lines and it'd be like, imagine if we were having a conversation and it's like, all right, we each have three lines that we got to get in, yeah. you know, almost like how they tell Curb Your Enthusiasm actors to do. Right. Um, and the Duck Dynasty guys just perfected it. And so um, like you'd feed like Uncle Si a punchline and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, so I worked on that a little bit. Oh, I'm getting texts. I think they're they're looking for me at the improv. Oh, okay. shit. Um, 
Oh no! Are you far away, mate. You're up next. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Okay. Well, to be continued. Yeah. To, to be continued. To, to be continued. But, Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> Snuggle Podcast. Snuggle Storm. Snuggle Storm. Tour dates at Peely.com. Um. Yeah. Please go to. We'll have you back. Yeah. Please have yeah. me back. Uh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Peely, 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 on Twitter uh, at Peely Tweets. Um, go to Peely.net for tour dates. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry okay, about man. everything. <laughs> I'm really sorry. As long as we ended this podcast with you apologizing, it's perfect. Yeah. You know. That's what it is. <laughs> You're the best. Thanks, Pete. All right, thank you guys. Hey, <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Meh, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.